0: Welcome to Author Express. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Shana Rodriguez, one of your hosts and the founder of Authentic Connections Podcast Network, which makes this podcast possible. This podcast is where you discover the voice behind the pages of your next favorite book, and I'm excited about the author we have for you today. Delise Torres grew up in Puerto Rico, watching telenovelas and reenacting scenes with her Barbie. Once she outgrew her dolls, She turned to daydreaming, and it wasn't until her late 30s that she finally put her own stories to paper and her passion for writing was born. Her debut novel, One Tough Cookie, is foodie women's fiction set at a cookie company and incorporates her PhD in food science and former work experience as a quality assurance manager in the food industry. It has been called original, witty, entertaining, and a snappy debut filled with complex characters. It sounds like a great book, and I can't wait to hear more about it as we chat with you today. Welcome, Dolise. Thank you for being here. Hi, Shauna. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. Let's start with something easy. Tell us a little bit about where
1: you are from. So I'm from Puerto Rico, as you mentioned, and what's interesting about it is that we have the Hispanic heritage from Spain. So we have that in common with other Latin American countries. But because we are a U.S. territory, we have also the influence from the U.S. So we are American citizens, so we can travel to the U.S. We have a U.S. passport. There is no Puerto Rican passport. And our government is the same system as U.S. with a governor, Senate, House of Representatives, and other parties because we actually can control our laws in a way but the federal laws are all the same fda fbi usda that sort of thing and our official languages are english and spanish though most people speak spanish and so we have these from both worlds we speak very spanglish so we have our own vocabulary and we also have remnants of Spain. So, for example, some addresses have to do with kilometers, which is a metric unit. (laughs) So businesses are street X kilometer point (laughs) 5.5. So the streets are marked with the kilometers. So it has this from both worlds.
0: The mix of all of the pieces. Yes. I've always thought that would be complex to have the U.S. government and that interplay, because at times it feels complex. So there's lack of representation in a lot of ways of Puerto Rico in the U.S. government system. And yet, you know, the territory piece, it's a little complex.
1: Yeah, we're a commonwealth, which is, I guess, a step up from colony, <laughs> just complete colony <laughs> in the 50s. We could do our own constitution. That was happening in 1952. Uh-huh. We celebrate every 23 of July or 25th of July, God. And so we can do our own laws. So, for example, in Puerto Rico, we have universal health care. That is, like, for all the citizens, if you don't have Medicare, so for the rest of the people, you can have. And if the U.S. goes to war, we have to go to war. But we cannot vote for the president. Unless a Puerto Rican moves to the States, then they can vote. But from Puerto Rico, we cannot vote. And yeah, we have a representative in the Senate, in the House of Representatives, but they don't vote. So they don't have the power to vote. So yeah, it's just weird. But if, for example, like FEMA for the hurricanes and we get mm-hmm. the money, like the disaster relief from FEMA, and we also get scholarships or any benefit that is given to citizens from the government, like a bonus or this loan relief, for example, that we get to. So we get some benefits from being a commonwealth
0: of the U.S. A commonwealth. commonwealth, not a territory. see that. So that's so interesting. It is fascinating. And I know just a little bit about it, so this is actually very really interesting to learn so much more. Thank you. That's very interesting. Okay. So. Okay. Getting to know you a little better around your writing, what is the best piece of advice anyone has ever given to you?
1: I actually have many, or at least two, and it's mostly from my critique partner, author (laughs) Lindy L. Butler. I think her fourth book is coming, and we actually met. Yeah, there's like two of hers, yeah. So we met when she was writing her first novel, or finishing it. And I was writing another novel, and we were both kind of getting ready to query. And then she got the agent and book deal, and I had to start over. I had to leave that novel that I had behind and start over with this book that is coming. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I was like, this is the last chance because I already tried with the other book to get an agent. And now I learned from that, and now I'm trying again. And if this doesn't work, then that's it. Because I don't know what else I could write. And she said, yeah, that happened to me. Like She had the same situation where she wrote another book, which became the second book she published, Red Thread of Faith. And she also couldn't make it work. And so she's like, don't give up. There's a lot of luck involved. Just keep going. You can do it. But she also told me or warned me <laughs> that you need to stand out to be able to get an agent and a book deal that it's really hard to compete in the business right now and so it's like believe it work work don't give up but also know that it's hard and you need to stand out so yeah those were kind of the most important (laughs) and she helped me with this book and so I'm really grateful to her and she's a role model for me and to know that she's done so much. So it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's exciting because she has done a lot. Yeah, I remember when her first book came out and how quickly the other ones that followed Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah,
1: it's amazing how fast I'm just here with my first.
0: <laughs> well, you never know, though. We met others. a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> happened fast once it clicks, right? So what did you do to really stand out then? What do you feel
1: like helped you with getting um, the books? For me, it was a setting. What I thought was unique about my book, my book is set at a fictional cookie company that I designed. And most foodie fiction books are set in bakeries or cafe or restaurants or they love to cook. And so I've never seen a book that is set at an industrial type setting. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that in there's a lot of confusion with what a bakery is versus a food manufacturing plant and I hope I address that in my book (laughs) and what a food scientist is that we're not like a chef we study the process of making food and at Mm -hmm. an industrial level and so yeah and I think most of the food that we consume is processed in some way and people always say oh processed foods are bad but There are many products that are healthy, like yogurt or cheese, pasta. All those products are processed, and there are food scientists that work to make them (laughs) and to make them safe for consumption. So you were able to really take your experience and really integrate it
0: into your novel in a unique way to really make it stand out then?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I hope so. (laughs) I use cookies because I thought that fits kind of women's fiction, so more cutesy, and each cookie has a personality, and I made the recipes, so the recipes are in the book, so anybody can make them. That was, to me, what I thought, but I, my protagonist is a bit unlikable, so it's compared in the book description to a Latina flea bag, because, mm-hmm. yeah, she is like that mean, rude, and so I also have Her as a character is a bit different because usually women's fiction, romance, characters are very likable and relatable. And Karina is, yeah, she's hard to like, but I hope I got through deep enough because that was something Lynn said. I need to understand where she's coming from. And so I had to dig deep a lot to really go into her mind and why she acts the way she does. So I hope that comes through.
0: I definitely hope it adds angles to it. That's so exciting. So with your process, what is one thing that you wish you knew about sooner around the process of getting a novel published?
1: Well, of course, I didn't know it would take so long. (laughs) Yeah, it'd take forever. Yes. Yeah. I started writing in 2014 was when I first started, let's say, writing a novel and I thought I read all the advice, how to get an agent, and you have to do a query, and how to do a query, and how to query, and kind of follow the submission guidelines, and when writing, how to write, get feedback. So I did everything that was, let's say, you're supposed to do. I tried Mm -hmm. to avoid all the newbie mistakes, but I couldn't get an agent, (laughs) so... And I learned about, yeah, you need to bring something new to the table. It cannot be just a good book. And also that even with an agent, you still work on the book. So I tried to make the best book I could make with critique groups and all that. And then I still worked with my agent like eight months to revise and go even deeper as I said, (laughs) to go even deeper into Karina's and backstory, and so the revision work is never done. And then with my uh, publisher, I had to add more about the setting of the food safety plots that is in the book, because, yeah, they had the misunderstanding of bakery, but they wanted more about bakery, and I had to kind of know <laughs> it's the company, so I had to add that I had to cut some scenes, but I added more about trying to explain what it is to work and why this is not a bakery and sort of these things so yeah so it's been yeah. a lot of rewrites to get this book out
0: <laughs> yeah it's a lot of effort I think people don't recognize like how many iterations like you said you think oh I got the agent no the agent wants you to make changes oh I finally got a pub- oh no the publisher wants changes and so with this iterative process to finally get the book out do you feel like you really excited about how far it came to be the final product or is it kind of strange how far it had to go to get to be the final product
1: no I'm actually I mean I'm amazed that you think oh there's nothing else I can do to it and then an idea comes from my agent she had really great suggestions and it's like a spark lit up or sometimes she just interpreted something that was never my intention and I thought about it and then huh, I got it <laughs> and that just gave me even more ideas and I could change a lot of it and in the end I think it's much better than the original version what I Thank compiled you. at the end and so I'm grateful for everybody who asked for the changes because I do think and there are changes I did not make. So, of course, some things stay the same that I didn't want to change, but the changes I was asked to do sparked some ideas. Sometimes I change things that were not asked because I was just inspired to yeah. change. And well, just the feedback is the most important thing because it can spark an idea that can just take it to a different level.
0: No, well, that's exciting. I love that. So what is the best place for
1: folks to be able to find you online to be able to connect with you? So the best place is my website, delistores.com. And I'm mostly on Instagram at Torres Elise. Nice. And what is your release date on your book? July 18.
0: Very exciting. And what book or story inspires you the most?
1: I think I love stories that work with alternate timelines like the Midnight Library or there's a book called Meet Me in Another Life by Katriona Sylvie that works with that also and In Five Years by Rebecca Searle. I just love that sort of time and what if kind of questioning and what would have happened if I had made a different choice or what would happen if I make a different choice I just love that and I hope I have an idea for a book that is similar so I hope to write a book like that someday
0: very cool yes so Maggie Giles she was on our podcast and the things we lost has a timeline like that so if you ever get around checking that book out it's a good woman's fiction novel that does the timeline like that too so wonderful to meet you and hear more about your book and i'm excited for your debut to be releasing right when this is coming out so i'll be very excited for folks to get to experience that thank
1: you thank you so much shana it was really fun
0: thanks for joining us i hope you take a second to give us a review or a couple of stars on your favorite podcasting platform and we'll be here again next wednesday follow us on instagram at author express podcast to see who's coming up next don't forget keep it express, but keep it interesting.